Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the Resilience in STEM podcast. I hope you all had a wonderful end of your summer break. So now I think at this point everyone should be back in school, um, kind of starting the rhythm of getting in that area and all that. Uh, personally for me, school started about like August 21st. So my internship at Berkeley ended kind of like two weeks before that. And then I was readjusting the week before school started. And now as I'm recording this, it's technically the second day of school for me. and. It's been pretty nice so far. I mean, I haven't had any assignments, so I can't really tell you how I'm going to be feeling overall this semester, but overall, pretty good. I can kind of work on some other things overall. It's making my life a little better and I can sleep a lot right now. So I'm gonna take advantage of having a lot of sleep at the moment. Um, Instead of having my normal episodes where I talk a lot about information and I talk a lot about advice and all that, um, I'm gonna be switching gears in this episode a little bit and talking about what I've been doing this past like few months and kind of showing the beginning of my application cycle and kind of what's been going on in my life. So just kind of want to give this time so I could like kind of vent overall and kind of talk about it and just kind of see where I'm at and the lessons I've kind of learned starting the application process and what I've been able to do. So yeah, I wanted to kick it off starting with the grad school update, but more kind of like the venting version of it. So big updates overall is that I've been working on a first author paper in my lab at Texas A&M for the past two years. And we submitted it right before I left to Berkeley. And right the, the day I literally came back, it got accepted. So we went through the process of reviewing it and it was kind of surreal to me um, how it already got accepted so my main focus in the lab is kind of gone now so I kind of get to relax but at the same time it feels a little off because whenever I go to my research lab I have a set thing what I'm going to do I set my schedule it's totally fine I set my 10 hours but now I don't have to regularly go to lab so I kind of feel off on like where's my place in lab right now do I do a few things what am I going to do now so that's definitely kind of feeling of like what are my next steps as I get into my senior year, um, my professor has definitely said to focus on my applications for graduate school, but at the same time, I kind of miss the old group of things where I get to go to a lab and just do experiments. It's a little different now. So a lot of what I'm doing is going to be contract work. So, I mean, that's just the way I'm saying it, is that I get to work maybe once or two, one or two projects, little things here and there, but I'll kind of be reached out for that. The next thing is, obviously, if you've been listening to any of my past episodes, you can tell I've been applying to grad school in this cycle. Um, Right now, I'm in the process of, like, finishing up my base research essay and my personal statement, and I've been getting a lot of anxiety over it. So I've been told by a lot of people, even with my, like, from my professors and students, like, a lot of pressure to do well. But it's not even pressure from that, it's also internal pressure that I want to also do well for myself. Like I know I'm capable of going out there and really achieving my dreams, but at the same time it's like I have to tell a really good story in my essays or else I won't get the chance. So it really feels that I kind of have all the extracurriculars, I have the research experience, but I need to translate all of that into one essay. And it really is important because every single word you write matters and you need to be very cautious on what words you use. So that's kind of been 
kind of a starting experience for me, like realizing that that my essays are very important in this process. And I'm kind of finishing up the first draft. I don't plan on submitting until kind of until the deadline, if I'm being so honest. Um, But that's kind of my process at the moment. And overall, it's been pretty good to see how I'm progressing to when I started in the beginning of summer. But definitely need to kind of kick it up a little bit and start editing a lot and probably setting up my application portal that's something i need to do this weekend so that's something else that i that it's been sweeping my mind but there's so many things i have to do that i'm like worried i'm gonna forget something so it's kind of it's kind of a little bit of stress on my point but i'm trying to work towards finishing the first rough draft so i can get a lot of edits in and just give it to a lot of people another Last thing for my grad school update is in my last episode, I talked about fellowships and kind of scholarships and things like that. And in the beginning, I mentioned about the National Science Foundation Graduate Research Fellowship Program or the NSFGRFP, how it can fund your first three years of graduate school and how it's a good opportunity. Um, But I thought I was going to do this application. I was going to apply for this fellowship, but I kind of decided that I'm not going to apply this cycle And here's my reason why I have to keep rationalizing this myself. I'm applying to 13 graduate schools. So with thinking about that, I have to make sure that my essays are really top-notch essays. And to do that, I really have to dedicate my time for it. Because when it's the admissions group and they're assigned between two applicants, they're not going to look at my NSF GRFP application. They're going to look at my application that I sent to the university. And in addition to that... I feel like a lot of my research, what I want to do is very translational and creating treatments and look at diseases. So, and that's not totally fulfilling with the NSF GRFP statement. And I kind of feel like until I get into a lab and I'm placed in and I know what type of research I'm doing, I really, I can kind of like reframe or decide if I want to apply for my grant later on. So definitely this cycle um, won't be applying for that grant, but that doesn't mean the door is closed entirely. I still have a chance to apply during the first or second year of graduate school. So definitely not a closed door. I definitely already started making an outline already, and I have asked people for their essays, who people who have won the fellowship. So I have a pretty good starting point on how I could do this potentially, but um, it's something to definitely think about. But overall, the lessons that I've learned is to not stretch myself in this application process because... I'll have to balance extracurriculars, school, uh, all of the research, well, lack of research, but trying to figure that out as well, and applying to grad school, and at this point, it's kind of like, I have to really do well, and I know I can do it, but I have to not overextend myself, so I have to really be kind to myself in this process, and see what happens, because, um, it's going to be a wild ride. I'm mentally preparing myself for rejections, Um, because I tend to take rejections kind of hard a little bit, and uh, once I submit my applications, I'm going to get some rejections. I already know that's going to be a fact. Uh, It's not like I want rejections, but it's just kind of how the application process works, that some people, they may look for some people, they may look for a certain quality, and some other programs have a different mission statement. It's just kind of how that works, but being learned to really be comfortable myself and being kind to when I don't want to do things and saying no is really going to help me overall in this process. Because at the end of the day, I also really want to do well for myself because I know I can do it. And I feel a lot of people have that same struggle that they know they can do it, but 
it's just getting to the point of like actually doing it and showing yourself that you can do it. So that's my little graduate school spiel overall. Now going to my Senate work. So in Senate, I am the chair of academic affairs at Texas A&M. So that kind of means I work on a lot of like diversity, uh, like a lot of student success policy, which has to do with diversity and inclusion. And I also work on creating academic opportunities. So those kind of two different things. Uh, at the moment, I've been working on a lot of projects. So looking at automatic readmission to see how that would look like. Um, especially for people who have religious reasons, um, people who want to go on a, sem a seminary and they want to come back to university, but there's not an automatic readmission policy. Um, also looking at a price advisor appreciation events. Um, those are some of the projects I've been looking at, um, but it's really kind of interesting how to move forward and really make my last mark in it. In addition, um, if you know Texas, Texas um, has been having a little bit of a setback with diversity and inclusion because currently all public schools are not allowed to have diversity offices. So essentially what this does is that it puts a lot of the resources and a lot of the support on the students instead of administration. And it does make it kind of difficult because you have to think that you came to school for academics, but at the same time you have to fight for like what you had and it's kind of like take something being taken away from you especially for me i work on student success which is related to diversity and inclusion so a lot of the projects i did beforehand aren't there anymore so it's kind of sad to see that there wasn't a lot of progress with that um but the biggest thing is i ask myself how i can change academic opportunity for the better especially with all of these changes going on in texas politics because it's kind of insane how it's affecting higher education in this way. Um, kind of weird that I'm living through it at the moment. Um, but overall, my thoughts on this is that like I feel like I have to make a statement, especially since it's my senior year. Um, if I'm going to do something, I kind of have to do it now or at least next semester. Um, I say this as this being the second day of school and people are like, Angelina, it's second day of school. You can just probably wait till later. I guess I could, but... Um, I feel like I have a lot of potential to have success with some projects I'm doing and I really want to make my mark at the end of this and really finish up on a high note because I know a lot of people in Senate, they start working on projects and then they don't end up finishing or something, some part doesn't work completely. And I want to make sure when I finish, I actually finish. Like when my time is up in Senate that I actually am done. So that's something I've kind of been telling myself that I can do this, I'll be fine, but yeah. So with ambassadors, um, it's a little more relaxed, I would say. Um, recently, I have been a, appointed as the engineering honors ambassador director. So it's a nice step up and I also get to help shape the program. So I get to help manage events. I get to help um, or get to meet all the other ambassadors and get to know them a little better. So overall, it's been a really great time over that. Um, it's less more of me volunteering and more of like getting to involved in things. So I really like doing that. So it's really nice. And also with the undergraduate research ambassadors, um, I'm still continuing with the programs and practicing my science communication because I feel like this is a good way for me to do that because if you do research and you can't explain it, then no one's going to be able to understand it and society can't advance for that. And I feel like doing the ambassador is really important to really show what research is, 
what research can do to a student and the potential it has for student success at Texas A&M. Um, but overall, this has just kind of reaffirmed my um, desire to help mentor students and teach them my research, uh, teach them what my research is and the resources I've learned along the way. It kind of feels like the final shots moment where I only have a certain limited events I can tell students anything that I know because when I leave, I leave. And most likely I'm, I'm not applying to a graduate program at A&M. So the knowledge I have pertaining to Texas A&M uh, won't help me when I go to grad school as much. It'll probably help a little bit in the in the research perspective for undergrads, but in terms of resources available and things like that, that's going to be very particular to A&M. So I feel like I really want to focus on mentoring students and teaching the new generation of ambassadors overall and helping them before I go. And I feel like with my two extracurriculars, I feel overall that it's kind of like coming to an end a little bit. I like how I'm saying this, like, I'm, I'm graduating in May. Like, stop being so dramatic, Angelina. But <laughs> it's kind of weird that I'm kind of, like, at the end of it, and I feel like I have to do, I have to act on the things I thought I would act on. I say, like, oh, I'll do it later. Now's the time to do it. And it's a great way to just be, like, helping to mentor students and making sure that they're well-prepared, especially even with Senate, like, I won't be the academic affairs chair next year, obviously, so it's also a good time for me to develop my committee and, like, help them get to know each other and, like, find the new chair um, during that process. So this is kind of like a short episode, but kind of like a rant on where I am now in, like, the beginning of the application process because I'll be doing more vlog-style stuff, more information, but that's kind of how it is. Overall, my biggest takeaway is that my biggest challenge has been telling my story, which which events am I going to highlight and which events I'm going to not include, but also making every word count. Every word in these essays have weight and which parts of my story that I've told you guys so far I should put. So that's kind of at the moment what I'm thinking of. And even though it's the first week, I have to keep in the back of my mind that how my life is right now is not how it's going to be in the mid like midterms and things like that so I have to kind of start getting myself to balance school extracurriculars and applications I've been told that this semester especially writing the applications and submitting them tends to be pretty difficult because um you're actually doing another whole thing at the time at that thing at the time but spring semester does get better because you get to travel it's more chill and you're kind of finishing off. So I've heard that's more chill, especially since I don't, I'm not writing anything really. I'm just kind of like meeting with people on Zoom or I'm going to recruitment weekends and they're paying for my flight because I am not about to pay hundreds, hundreds of dollars on a flight to God knows where. So I hear it does get better about the moment. It's kind of like laying out the road for this fall semester and seeing what's gonna happen. So yeah, thanks for listening overall. Um, yeah, see you guys next, mo next month.